Hey everyone, on today's episode, we sit down with Coach Tony Schiffman. Coach Schiffman's gonna talk a lot about organization, communication, and just managing a high school program and how it's related to his new experiences at the college level. As he talks about a lot of those different types of things, be sure to go check out platform.com, that's pltforum.com, where we'll post out some of his personal information, such as his Twitter, which is a great follow and certainly entertaining uh, for any coach or teacher. Go check that out and a lot more at platform.com. That's plt, the number four m.com. This is Chalk Talk presented by Platform. I'm Doug Curtin. Let's go. All right, on today's episode of Chalk Talk presented by Platform, we have onto the show Coach Tony Schiffman. Coach, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, you know, Coach Schiffman will we'll link out in, into your Twitter and, and some places that we actually stumbled across each other. We, we love interacting with different coaches like yourself, but you kind of come from a somewhat unique background now as an offensive coach. Uh, excuse me, a college coach at Lake Forest College, Um, but you actually came from the high school level. So if you wouldn't mind, we'll kind of open up with that. If you kind of tell us where you came from and and how it came to be. Sure. Uh, You know, kind of going back even further than that, you know, I started coaching in 2007 um, at my alma mater in in Illinois Springfield High School. And um, it it was something that I really hadn't planned on doing uh, when I got out of college, but getting into it and getting involved with it, it just sort of fell, you know, fell in place and everything kind of clicked. So um, did that and, and, and sort of bounced around a little bit, kind of took some opportunities out, out, outside of the uh, outside of my comfort zone, so to speak, and, and was a teacher. And so I was doing that. And um, a couple years ago, the coach I was working for in Clarksville, Tennessee, had an opportunity to be a college head coach. And so him and I had spoken um, about joining his staff and that sort of got the the ball rolling for me on being a college coach. Um, and that kind of got my search going. Um, and, and every year I sort of kept my eyes open for the, on the job boards and was applying to different things, um, trying to get my name out there. And, and some advice I got was to, to become a head coach. And so I, I became a head coach at, at uh, Fort Madison, Iowa and in uh, a small town in Southeast Iowa um, and was there for two years. And the opportunity at Lake Forest College came open um, I'd had a few connections from my college days here and a few of my friends had connections here. So, uh, I was able to interview and, and, you know, get the opportunity to kind of chase my dream a little bit, a little bit longer and, um, started here April 1st and, and it's been, it's been great so far. It's a, it's a great, it's a great college. It's a great environment. Um, it, it's, you know, selfishly, it's very close to my family, um, and and so it's been a uh, it's been a great experience um, so far. Awesome, and definitely a, a cool kind of tale. And I want to pick that apart a little bit. When you were at um, Fort Madison and you were working with those kids, and you were kind of creating some of those skills or developing some of those skills as a head coach, that you know some of those folks had told you might translate into a college job. What do you think some of those things you were developing were at the high school level as a, as a head coach, like you mentioned? 
Well, to, to be honest with you, a lot of those things I got were from um, Ron Lambert at, at uh, Rossview High School in Clarksville, Tennessee. That he was a, He'd been a college coach for a long time. He'd been a defensive coordinator at the FCS level. Um, so he was able to kind of instill those, those organizational and those time management pieces um, and always been – I've always been a fairly good communicator in, in regards to football, um, but, you know, him kind of – talking about those taking that next step, uh, you know, about being a better communicator and just understanding who you're talking to and how you're, you're talking to them. So taking those pieces from him and then kind of sort of morphing it and adapting it in my own, my own personal style um, or what I took with me when I became a head coach, you know, I, I kind of prided myself on being very organized and being very, you know, having very good practice plans, having very good communication with parents, having very good communication with players about, you know, things on and off the field. So, uh, those were when I got to this level, when I, when I got to Lake Forest College, um, it was very easy to translate that and to, to, to move that over now from just being a head coach um, to being back to being a position coach. But having, you know, being in charge of my own room and being in charge of the offensive line uh, was able to really have that organization down good and, and the communication piece as well. Right. And a lot of times, you know, when we're talking with, with different coaches, we, we break down how, you know, in a lot of ways, high school or college might be different. But I think when you're talking about it, there's a lot of similarities in terms of you're communicating with young adults, whether they're right. 15, 16, or they're 19, 20, there's still a, a piece of, of communication that you have to kind of mold and, and craft whatever that level may be. So when right. you were kind of thinking about those things or working about those things, what were some of the ways that you looked at that communication, either, you know, face to face or now, you know, through different types of technology, how did you kind of break those down as a, as a coach yourself? It, you know, there, there's so many different, like kind of like you said, there's so many different ways to do it. And, and you know, that's, it's, I, I would, I'm a big guy. I would much rather kind of, talk face to face than anything else. Um, but I also understand that, especially now there are, there are certain times that I am not able to talk to those guys face to face. So, you know, I'll, I'll take advantage of social media all the time. I'll take advantage of, you know, send them a message on Twitter or shoot them a video on Twitter, or, uh, do things like that. And, and, but you know, I'm, I'm, I kind of, I kind of coach kids the way that I learn. And so I would much rather be face to face and get on a, you know, like if we're talking about a, a certain blocking scheme, get on a whiteboard or get, get kind of hands on a little bit. Um, but uh, you know, there's so many different platforms of communication. It's, it's just, I mean, we have, we have like six or seven different ways here that we can contact the kids and let them know things that are going on. So it's, it's, it's great. It's a different, it's different than when I was in high school and college, that's for sure. Cause um we had none of this stuff when I was, when I was growing up. So. Yeah, for sure. And, and um, I think one of the big things too, it, it, that you kind of mentioned a little bit is sometimes you want to get something out to everybody. Sometimes you want to kind of be on that more personal level with, with that individual. Um, especially when you're working with, with young athletes, do you find yeah. that kind of like doing that group style has been helpful or do you think that it's easier to meet them individually? Cause they do respond differently based off of the type of kid. It's there's no right answer. There's no wrong answer. It's, 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 everybody's different. You've got to, and that's, that's kind of our job as coaches. We've got to figure out how best, you know, kind of like, you know, kind of, kind of like as how we coach kids, you, you can't coach player A the same as you coach player B. Um, you're not going to be able to communicate with player A the same as you're going to communicate with player B. So it's up to us. And that's kind of one of those things that, that, 
that coaches sometimes get frustrated with and sometimes get out of coaching because they don't take the time. They don't make the effort to communicate with those kids to reach out to each of those kids. And, and so that's, that's one of those things that every young coach, you know, it's a challenge for them. Um, and the ones that are successful out are the ones that are usually successful coaches. They've got to, they've got to understand that every kid is different and that the communication, the reaching out is going to be different. You know, so, you know, Billy might respond to a text message where Joey might respond to a Snapchat or to a Twitter message or to Facebook or something along those lines. So they've got a, you know, everybody's going to be different and everybody's going to, going to react differently and respond differently. So, you know, it's up to us to kind of get, figure that out and figure that out quickly so that we can get communication open. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think what's, what's interesting about that side of things is like you said, like a lot of people do kind of start to, especially younger coaches, myself included, can get frustrated with, all right, it's not working for every single kid. Why aren't they responding? Or, and then you got to kind of take a step back. Like, all right, what's going to work for different groups? You know, the freshmen right. that are just getting used to things, they've never even used email before uh, up until now are probably going to be a little bit different than the senior that's like cleaned up, buttoned up, ready to go on to whatever might be next. Right. And, and that's the tough thing, I think, especially when you work with that, that wide age range um, that you talked about. Do you think that, you know, at that at high school level in your, in your past years, in your experience that you felt like there were a lot of coaches that were working towards that sort of trying to juggle those different things or where did you see it kind of working the best at, at, at high school, especially with the communication styles? Yeah. Truthfully, uh, my last couple of years at the last two years at Fort Madison, we, we would, we had, um, we were, we were trying to text kids and, you know, get in touch with them and try to call them and things like that. And we weren't getting responses. And so finally our, our, uh, my assistant coach, who's, who's now the head coach there took over after I left he, he had the idea to kind of start some Snapchat groups because the, the great thing about Snapchat is that you can see when kids open it, you can see when it's been read. Um, and so we would, we would make, we just, all we did was we would take, you know, we had a small enough group that we could do it. We would take, you know, our 12 seniors, our 12 juniors, our 12 sophomores or whatever, and put them into just Snapchat groups of that class. So, you know, if I needed to talk to the seniors about something for senior day, I would just message that senior day group on Snapchat and I would see that, Hey, 10 out of the 12 kids opened it. The other two haven't yet, or they did and didn't respond. And then I could now then reach out to them individually and say, Hey, what did you see this? What's going on? I need your answer. So that was truthfully the best thing we got because it was, like I said, the great thing about it is you can see when kids open it and read it. Um, so that, that kind of was good for us. Now we can, have that accountability piece on them that they, Hey, you looked at this. Why have you not, why have you not done this yet? So. Yeah, for sure. And then when you take that now into your kind of next step, you're now working, like you said, with the linemen and, and kind of owning your room. Have you carried some of that stuff to your next, you know, job in the next level or, or what have you kind of adapted and, and brought to college? Yeah, we're just, we're, we're a, we're a group chat kind of group. You know, we, we, I gave obviously, you know, being that they're a little bit older, a little bit more mature, um, they've all got my cell phone number. So they're able to call me or text me if they need anything. And I just made a group chat with everybody where, where now I can just reach out to them and say, Hey, we've got an extra film meeting this morning, or, Hey, we've got this going on, or, Hey, what's this is, this is check this, the huddle film is up and uploaded and everything like that. So, uh, we've had no problems with that, um, in regards to that. And then, you know, kind of, piggybacking off of that they are an older more mature group so I can now reach out to them individually and call them and have them come into my office if needed 
Um, so it's it's been pretty good. We haven't had to, I haven't had to kind of adapt or uh, be creative as of yet. So it's it's been it's been fairly uh, it's been fairly smooth. Awesome, awesome. And then organizationally, like you said, we talked about communication, and then the organization side of things that you mentioned as well. When you comes to creating practices or comes to right. setting things up what's that shift been like or what's that been kind of carried over? I want to break down both that you had mentioned a, a few minutes it's, ago. It's again been fairly smooth, you know, having that practice is having that practice in the organization before as a head coach, you know, it's, it's the big thing that, that, um, that I do now is just keep track of everything, you know, keep more of a, a detailed, um, a detailed notes after practice or during film and things like that, that I can, that I can go back to. And, you know, like today we were, we're, we're preparing for our next opponent and I was able to go back in my notes um, from a month ago and say, Hey, this is, you know, what about this? We talked about this a month ago. Let's, let's, let's look at something about this. So uh, just, just being as detailed as possible and keeping track of everything and making sure that, you know, some people's organization is, is sloppier than other people's organization, but, but to them they're organized and, and, and to other people, that's got to be very, very neat and very, very in, in tune and in line. Um, where I'm not quite that way, I've kind of organized by being chaotic, so to speak. So, you know, it, it's and that's another one of those things. Everybody's going to be different with their organization. As long as they understand that they are organized and where everything is at and everything has a place, um, it, it's going to be all right. And you're going to be you're going to be smooth with it. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, we're going to take a quick break. That's a nice breakdown of sort of um, your shift from the high school to the college level. It's great to see some of that overlap and as well as kind of break down some of the things that might have changed. So sit tight and we'll be right back. All right. Hey everyone, while we take this quick break, I wanted to give a shout out to all of our schools in Iowa where Coach Schiffman is originally from. We partner with over 90 high schools in Iowa, as well as in Illinois where he is currently coaching at the college level. We work with over 70 high schools there in the state of Illinois. We're proud to partner with over 800 high schools in total, and we encourage all of our customers to keep up the great work in their pursuit of better. And if you haven't checked out Platform before, please feel free to reach out to us. Go to plt4m.com where we have lots of ways that you can learn a little bit more about how you can utilize an online strength and conditioning tool like Platform. We look forward to hearing from you and hope to get to work with you in your high school athletic or physical education program. We're going to go ahead and jump back into the second part of our quick conversation with Coach Tony Schiffman. We'll spend a little bit of time talking conditioning and sort of an end of season message we can send our athletes out with. Let's jump back in. All right, we're jumping back in with Coach Tony Schiffman. Um, coach has basically uh, broken down for us a, a transition that he, he's made in the last couple of years from being a head high school football coach, now coaching at the college level as an offensive line coach at uh, Lake Forest. So coach, thanks again for joining us today. Thank you. No problem. And what's been great is, is kind of hearing, and, and we were talking before we jumped on, one of the big hot topics, especially at the high school level is 
what's considered conditioning, um, what type of conditioning, especially football players should be doing. And, and coach, I think it, it certainly applies a lot of times the, the linemen are cited as to what and how they should be doing it. So before we jumped on, you were sort of talking about how you guys view conditioning just within practice and things like that. If you wouldn't mind sharing that for the, for the audience as well. Sure. You know, one of the, like I was explaining when I was still coaching high school football, one of the, you know, we would get our conditioning would be our practice. You know, we would, we were, we would, we prided ourselves on being a, a high tempo team. And so, you know, we would, we would say, Hey, we've got to get these X number of plays in X number of minutes and they've got to be sharp. They've got to be fast. They've got to be perfect. Um, and that would be our conditioning running up, running to the ball, um, running back to the line of scrimmage, getting set, doing all those things. That would be sort of our play on conditioning um, because it's kind of, you know, football has evolved in the days of doing, you know, 20, 20 yards or 20, 50 yard sprints after every practice are kind of dead and gone because, you know, you, you're, you're only allotted so much time to be on the field and, you know, you don't want to have your guys be dead and burned out. And, you know, unfortunately in the game today, the numbers are, are, are falling so bad that, um, you know, you, you, you don't have the bodies that you can do that. So, um, you know, it, it's up to us kind of to be creative in our conditioning ways. And, and, and that's not to say that we won't do, some extra sprints or, Hey, it's, it's, a uh, you know, we've got to, we've got to get better in the fourth quarter. Let's get our conditioning back up. Let's do some of those things. Let's get some more sprints and let's get some more things like that. And let's get some prowler pushes in, but um, it's not a super heavy focus for us. Um, now on, on, on Mondays, you know, for us now at the college level, those are our kind of our lighter days. We will do some, some sprints. We will do some strides um, just to make sure that their legs are fresh and, and ready after, after a lift and after a long weekend. Uh, but it is not the the focus of our practice. It is not the, you know, the emphasis of what we're doing on a Monday. So um, it, it's it's again for for those kind of high up 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 tempo offenses. You know, a lot of those guys that's their that's their conditioning is practice. You know, the practice pace, and that's what they're getting their 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 time out there running and 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 doing like that. So. Right. And it almost feels like it's not as much of a afterthought, but more so a, a way that you're you're just blending it into a, a traditional practice. It doesn't have to be a practice followed by conditioning. It can be practice right. blended with conditioning. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, you know, you get, you know, on, on, you know, on a Tuesday or Wednesday, they're going to get the, a lot of guys are going to get their conditioning in special teams because they're going to run down on kickoff for five or six times. So that's going to be their, you know, their, their six or seven, 40 or 50 yard sprints. So um, it, it definitely is, is adaptable and, and you got to just, you got to just find ways to make it work and you got to find ways to fit it into practice without having to spend an extra 15, 20 minutes that you don't necessarily have um, focused on that. Yeah. Awesome. And I think the other thing that I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts on is, is where do you think that picks up or, or doesn't have to be the focus maybe in different parts of the off season? Um, you know, sometimes it's like, all right, we're going to focus, get back into the weight room then we'll shift as we get closer and closer to the season, we'll start to ramp up some conditioning. Where do you think that kind of a, as a, if you're looking at it a year long level, where does right. it kind of come up and down or, or what's your thoughts on that? I, I, you know, I think there's, there's a time and a place for it. I think you have to make sure that, you know, kind of January through March, April, you're, you're kind of maintaining and trying to look at it, you know, trying to peak, um, and then, you know, we, we, you know, we have spring ball, obviously. So spring ball, you're not, you're not too focused on, on being overly conditioned. Now you need to be, obviously you need to be in shape. I think the biggest part 
I think the biggest part for, for off season is just to make sure that you are in shape, whether it's, it's cardiovascular, you know, muscular, whatever it is, just being in shape and being able to handle a, a, a you know, a 45 to an hour long workout without having too many problems because that's what a football game is. You know, it, it's, it's going to be those, those four to five second bursts of, of, of plays that you need to be able to handle for 50 or 60, you know, times a game. So, uh, you know, as long as you're maintaining that kind of cardiovascular shape, I think that's important. Now, I think the part that, that kind of hurts our level a little bit is that, you know, unfortunately guys go home for the summer and, and aren't, we're not able to kind of monitor them um, where, you know, that on the high school level, you can monitor those guys kind of year round. A lot of the, you know, a lot of the, especially the successful football programs, the successful football schools now have that year long weightlifting program where you're in there from, you know, August till June. And then as soon as June hits and the school year ends, it's, Hey, we're doing our stuff for football now. So they, they kind of have that little, that luxury um, of being able to just keep an eye on everybody doing that. But uh, you know, it, it, it's a lot of it is the, that accountability aspect with, with these kids and, and, you know, making sure they're working hard and making sure they're doing, you know, sometimes maybe it is, Hey, I'm going to go do a little bit of extra. I'm going to work out. I'm going to do, 10 extra minutes of on, uh, on the turf today or things like that. So um, there, there is that accountability piece for them as well. Um, but it, it's just, it's a, it's a consistent kind of keep working, keep striving, keep, keep doing everything you can. And, and um, you know, the, the players that it's important to, they, they can, you can see results and the players who it's not important to, you can, you can, you know, you see where they struggle. Right. Do you, do you feel like there's certain people at, a, at kind of that tipping point will feel like, Hey, I'm good to go. And then they get kind of slammed by I'm not in practice ready shape or game ready shape. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, you, you, we have that, you know, we, one of the things we do here at, at Lake Forest, the first, you know, the first day of, of camp is we have a conditioning test and um, our head coach sends out the information for them. They know what they have to do to prepare for it. They know what they have to run. They know what they have to, be doing all summer long and, and you know unfortunately some guys still don't pass it so um it's they there are some guys that that struggle with it yes but um you know for the most part they at this level especially they know what they've got to do they know how they've got to how they've got to work to be you know um successful and and they're doing what they need to do yeah, yeah. awesome so I guess we'll wrap up with this coach and, and it's been a, a, a good pleasure chatting with you and, and um, I appreciate you spending some time with us. Sure. In terms of that message that we will go back all the way to communication um, in terms of, you know, the season ends and a lot of coaches, whether it's at the high school level, college level, whatever it may be, we talk about those folks that are ready to go right back into it other folks that want to take a break and you kind of gauge that as a coach and working with those different types of kids, what's your kind of end of season message or, or plan when the, when the games are over, but there's still plenty of opportunity to get better. Where do you kind of meet the kids or meet your athletes and have that conversation so that they know, all right, it's time to get back to work. Right. I, you know, I think especially now the, the offensive line guys here know that, that I'm always available to, to talk or to watch film or to do anything like that. So, um, and, and they want to get better. I think that's the big thing is that guys have to want to get better. They've got to want to do it for themselves because we can, we can poke and we can prod and we can try to get them to do as much as we can try to get them to do. But they're at the bottom line. They're still, you know, while I, while I have said a couple of times they're mature young adults, they're still college kids and they're still going to do college kid things. So 
I think just making sure that they understand, hey, you want to meet once a week, come come find me, you know. And, and one of the things I'm going to do um, with my guys this offseason is, is I really want to just meet and sit with them once a week um, and not even necessarily talk about football, just maybe talk about school, talk about life, talk about things like that. Um, but just let them know that there are opportunities that, hey, you want to come – you want to watch film? Fine, come watch film. You want to, you know, ask questions? Come ask questions. Good. So uh, I think just like, communicating with them that that it's not, you know, we're, you know, that's the, the the thing about college is that you know it's not it's not just during football season. It's it's we're we're coaches full time. That's what we do. So um, you know we're here to help. We're here to coach. We're here to uh, to help improve at, at everything. Right, and I think that's a cool point, especially that can translate to both high school and college is that like if they know that there's a coach out there or somebody that cares about them outside of even just hey I want you to be a good football player let's right. talk about other stuff they're going to be more inclined to what you just said care I want right. to you want to you have to want to do something a lot of times the folks that do it's because they know hey I have a coach that's invested in me or I have a group that knows that I'm a, a part of something bigger right absolutely Great. Well, coach, I appreciate you taking some time to talk with us. Um, we are going to link out some of your stuff in terms of your Twitter. You, I admittedly get a good laugh at some of the stuff, the stuff <laughs> that you post out. Um, and for those that are listening, what do you call uh, your offensive lineman group? Right now we're the meat mob. Uh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I will, uh, I will put that in there. Thanks again uh, to yes. coach, to coach Schiffman. It, it was a pleasure. All right. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right. And to everyone listening, go check out our blog at plt4m.com. A great podcast today with someone who has both coached at the high school level and at the college level now. And remember at Platform, we're always in pursuit of better.